Shall we start? Hi, Ross. Hey, Sam. It Hello. Is, hi. Hi. Hi, we're doing a show, and it's been a fortnight. It has been a fortnight. No jinxies. What's that mean? It means that we're not jinxing it. Okay, for future episodes like, and recording We still sessions. technically haven't recorded this episode yet. Oh, I guess that's where we could lose power. Yeah, that's happened before. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, the world could end. Yes. Yes. It's episode 37. Oh, 37 yeah. or... 37, yep. In a row. That is right in a row. <laughs> right in a row. Yep. We're close and close, uh, close. We're quickly approaching 50. <laughs> Quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of this year, or maybe early next year. I can't yeah, do the I can't math. can't do the math. Let's see. It's uh, 13 week, 13, so 26 weeks. Yeah, so maybe next year. No, we'll get it. Maybe if we stay on track. If we do it. Uh, we'll probably take Christmas off. So let's yeah. celebrate in January our 50th episode. It'd be great. Yeah. Let's have a star-studded extravaganza. A clip show. No. Oh. Do you know how much work that would be? <laughs> <laughs> so this is Sam and Ross Like Things, the show where uh, Sam and Ross, I'm Sam. And I am Ross. We talk about things that we like with no hedging. No hedging. Uh, what happens before- if someone likes a hedge? Like a hedgerow? Or like, um, they, it, they are allowed to like shrubbery as long as they don't hedge about it. Mm, okay. Topiary. The knights who say no. Me? Oh, jeez. Sam, I don't have any follow-up this week, I but do. I hear you do. Yes, that uh, yard beers have officially begun. I saw a picture of them and I was jealous. Yep. So I've been sitting in my yard drinking beers, reading books. That's pretty great. Yeah, that sounds great. Today was a hot one. That's a hot, hot, hot one. Yeah, it was. It was hot today. Did you yard beer today? Uh, no, I did not. But I did drink a beer. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, I, we we uh, also we have a picnic table in the backyard. Yeah. Did you eat so dinner? That's we, what that's we what ate dinner in the, on the picnic table. I think that counts as some sort of yard. Not tonight, but other nights. Okay. It was too hot tonight. Yeah, way too hot. All right, Sam. So that's it for follow up, and I didn't even that's even it. say follow up. Now you did. Well, it's time for stuff that other people like. Can I just say that song is still great? Yeah, it's it's amazing. Thank you, Matt Fisher. Matt Fisher, friend of the show and musical genius. Um, This is a big list, Sam. I had to hit... You say that... You say that every time, like the flight attendant who says, it's going to be a full flight. But it really is. I had to hit the more button on Facebook to show more comments. There's a more button? Yeah. If you get too many comments, you have to hit the more button to show more. Wow. Yeah. Are you ready? Have you prepared yourself? Have you I steeled am. yourself? Um, Tracy likes this video and the video is... Uh, <laughs> did you watch it? I did. It is a seven second YouTube video of Rock the Caspa. Yes, but instead it is a it's like a gif of someone clicking on the taskbar and locking the task Correct. lock the taskbar lock the taskbar yes so that was good I watched it and yeah. giggled it'll be in the show notes yeah past tense on Twitter likes Claire's Claire North's end of the day and she said or it is sorry I'm getting my I'm getting the words mixed up here it is the best book I've read this year and was so good when I finished. I flipped it around and started again. That's amazing. I've never done that with a book. I kind of want to read that book now. Let me say the name of the book again since I oh, screwed yeah. it up. The End of the Day. The End of the Day. Okay. Plof says that he likes that my one-year-old boy just learned how to blow kisses. Oh, That's adorable. 
Jason and Fuente likes the tremendous work of journalists, local, national, and international, with specific shout outs to. And oh, I thought are, those were his uh, girlfriends. His SOs. His, his significant <laughs> others. Specific shout outs to at Dossie1, at MaggieNYT, at Crafty Panda, and at Carmen M. Foreman. And I assume those are journalists. I recognize one or two of those. Mm -hmm. uh, Francesca Lynn likes things. Yeah. So I put out the call on Twitter. I said, we're recording salt tonight. Salt tonight. Who likes things? And Francesca said, "I like things." I think that's an yeah, acceptable it's like. An acceptable like. Sam's mom, Susan Davies, likes. It's two parter. That's yes. Yeah, so this is part one. Influx of little children on our wonderful street. Two more this week. The sounds of them playing together in packs of all ages. That's a good like. Yeah. And number two, the hope that the ugly power box in our front yard will become beautiful again as it metamorphosizes metamorphosizes too many syllables that last time mm -hmm. changes into home base yeah so there's this big electrical box in the front yard of the house where i grew up and it uh it was never it, it was home base for like hide and go seek right so you'd be on the green box mm -hmm. that would be base gotcha it was often also first base where the the uh utility cover in the middle of the cul-de-sac was home plate Oh, okay. Yeah. Did people ever like smash into it, run into first? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's part of it. That's part of it, yeah. Gotcha. And it was heavily, not graffitied, but all the kids etched their various phrases into it with their... Oh, that's awesome. Is, it is it still... No, it's been replaced. Oh. Uh, Jeff, Mue Jeff Mueller, no relation to... You don't know that. I don't know that, That's actually. how you keep it secret. Special prosecutor. I don't know his first name. Robert Rob. Big Bob Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jeff Mueller likes a nice decaf Americano in the afternoon. Oh, that sounds good. I've been, I like the Americanos because you can get like the espresso coffee, which tends to be the better coffee. Mm -hmm. And it's impossible to mess up. Hmm. So, and I've... it tastes like coffee. So right. it's basically espresso with a ton of water. Okay. That's all it is. Interesting. So if you like coffee flavored coffee and you're going to a place that you don't necessarily like, I don't know what they're gonna do with their beans or whatever. Right, right, right. You get the you get the americano, and it will just taste like. And you're good probably coffee. in the clear. Yeah. Jr., who's my son, likes Mama, who's my wife, and his mother. Oh. Uh, Chad and Matt both like Masters of None season two. I haven't watched that yet. I loved Master of None season one. I haven't seen either. Oh, you should watch Master of None. I just I don't know. I have I don't have anything. I'm not not watching it. I know. Just there's too many things to watch. Yeah. Cat likes Ipanema Cafe's hummus. Not my wife, cat. No, different cat likes, uh, this is with a C cat. A totally uh, different person. Likes Ipanema Cafe's hummus chickpea wrap with sweet potato fries. Delicious. Jack likes a stiff cocktail with breakfast. Ooh. I've only done this beer with breakfast one time in my life, but I guess I've done, I don't. I, I will I've done, do, I'd like a nice stout with yeah. breakfast for dinner. That's what I did. Oh, yeah. for dinner. I meant for breakfast. I've had a Guinness well, that's with a, breakfast. Yeah. You do that with breakfast too, but. I'm with you. Michael likes long ass bike rides. Can we say that on the show? Nope. Michael likes real long bike rides. No, I mean we can. We can do whatever we want. Oh, I don't want to put the little check mark for explicit on there. It's not that you can say that word on TV. Oh, great. Danny likes planning this season's garden, which I totally agree with. Mm -hmm. Ashley likes the Capitol Trail. Jim likes Jim. <laughs> Jim likes Jim lemonade. <laughs> I can't even say it. Jim likes gin limeades. Kendra likes, wait, 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 wait. Kendra, Chris, and Stephanie all like either bourbon or whiskey. Well, which ones liked which? That's a good question. I don't remember. Ugh, Ross. I feel like they're all generally brown. 
Okay. Brown sure. brown alcohols. KP likes Bikini Panini food truck. Kroger Home Delivery, thanks to Uber. Ralph Northam, the Community Garden on Thompson Street. Ark Park, Big Give, which is tomorrow night. Amazon Prime now deliveries of wine and beer. Stella's Market, South of James Farmer's Market, Summer Hours. That's a lot of stuff. A lot that of is stuff a lot of there. stuff. Um, Andy likes Lining Kugels, Summer Shandy, Ooh, which is a beer that I also yeah. enjoy. Um, Carrie, like the shandies. Carrie likes Power Tools. Rachel likes toddler-sized beers at Squirrels Games. And I think I want to... Oh, cl- it's, I, not, yes. not a portion for a toddler. Correct. The, yeah. the giant... The beer cup, that is actually as big the, as a toddler. The giant cup of uh, chin music that costs $10, more yeah. than your ticket, and will is delicious. It's like but six, it's like 64 it's, ounces. Yeah, it's like three beers in there. It's amazing. Um, Susan hilariously likes tennis cake. Do you know... Do no, you, what is tennis cake? Tennis cake. This is a great British baking show joke or like. I didn't get to that. That so one. they make a tennis cake and it's it's a, it's a cake and on the top of the cake is a tennis court with like you have to make the net and the it's they like, all have to make tennis cakes yeah it's the oh. technical challenge and it is the most absurd technical challenge and they wow. and you know how they act they act like oh it's clearly a tennis cake like everyone knows what a tennis cake is and it's right. like what this is the most i just watched thing. the one where the guy made the bikini woman yes <laughs> <laughs> That show's so good. Yeah, uh, you're you're rolling, rolling through those fast. We're done, 100 percent. Got complete. them all done. Even yeah. the ones on PBS that aren't. No, on. we did the three Netflix seasons. So for five dollars a month, you get access to PBS and all their stuff. I, too many shows to watch, Sam. But too one of them many. is this show. It's true. Tony likes people who meet deadlines to which they previously agreed, and Richmond's classical and jazz music scenes. Huh. Christine likes 821's vegan curry chicken salad. And this is an additional comment. I'm leaving Richmond sometime this summer, so I'm eating this like three times a week to get my fill. I like that idea of like filling up with the stuff of the place that you love that you're about to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, that's nice and sad. Stephanie likes friends that are like family, V-neck t-shirts and ginger tea. Roby likes gateway sour beers. And then she says, don't y'all need a few? Wait, does that mean that we're going to get some beers? I don't know. This show is sponsored by <laughs> Gateway show. Sour Beers for all your... Friend of the show, Roby. Friend of the show, Roby. I will take beers in exchange for pitches. Definitely. Or I'm, money. And you like sour beers. That's uh, like a yeah, that's a spoiler good. alert, but it's on your list, right? Isn't it? It is. It is, yeah. Okay. Robin likes Wawa gift cards and SSRIs. Those are a type of meds. Oh, is it? Yeah, brain okay. meds. Okay. I meant to look it up and I didn't get a chance to. Thank you. Kimberly likes baby chicks. Stephen likes Underberg, and I don't know what that is. Meant to look that up too. I don't know. I don't know what that is either. Let's hope it's not something untoward. Maybe it's a. It sounds like a metal band. Ooh, yes, it does. Kevin likes watermelon rind pickles. Ooh. Robert, wait, wait. This is confusing to me. Robert likes Kelsey Aiken at Belly Timber Tavern. I think came up with some kind of French fries that have honey on them, and now I'm afraid to go in there because it's French fry heroin. Okay. So okay. So this... Kelly Aiken at Belly Timber Tavern. He. Tabin, he thinks, came up with some awesome French fries. With honey on them. I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into that. Don't they also have those, uh, like, honey something or other at uh, Postbellum? Honey fries? Oh, oh yeah, they do. You're yeah. right. They totally do. Those are awesome. Um, Jenny likes Handmaid's Tale, wearing my hair half up in Ren Faire. Ren Faire. I've never been to a Ren Faire. My lord. Have you been to a Ren Faire, <laughs> I Sam? I have. <laughs> Uh, I have never gone in garb. Okay. I have been with people who were in garb. Didn't you feel out of place? No, because 
it was very like I wasn't. It wasn't just like me and everybody else was in car. We were in a like mixed. Set. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I would love to experience this. I'd garb up. I think to go. Well, do you own garb? No. So you'd have to buy garb. Have to get some cloaks and stuff. You would. Okay. Uh, where was I here? Larry likes Richmond's Mexican restaurants, Lalo's Cochina, Shelly's Comida, and El Paso. I've never been to, nor heard of any of those. Me either. I'd like to add Pepe's to that list. I love Pepe's. I've never heard of that one either. Valerie, who's my wife, likes Clonopin. Which I believe is an SSRI. It's a brain medicine. I don't know. Yeah. What, I don't know. The... I'm, I am not a doctor, though I've saved, <laughs> I play one on. I play one on a podcast. podcast. Uh, the results of boot camp. But she says she doesn't like actually going to boot camp. So she likes booting windows on her Mac? Ha ha ha. No, this is a this is a physical activity boot camp. Oh. That she wakes up at five thirty in the morning, goes to this oh. place and does like push ups and stuff. Is that why she meets her activity goal before I wake <laughs> yes, up? Yes, yes, that is okay. why. <laughs> uh, she also likes how my son still refuses to pronounce the pronounce the H in hamper, which he says as amper. Does he listen to the show? Because we don't want to discourage that behavior. No, we talk about it. Okay. And evil Stefan on the Vampire Diaries, as opposed to Reg Stefan, who is the wettest of wet blankets. So true. Maggie wait, wait, wait. Yes, so is it like yes. a parallel universe? Um, I don't want to spoil too much, Sam. Okay. But... In the Vampire's Diaries universe, vampires have a humanity switch, and you can turn it on or off. Like and Angel, I, I don't have any. I don't have any Buffy knowledge. Okay. So when you have it on, you feel like guilt and shame, and are and you're generally a good person. But when you turn it off, you're just a a mindless killer. Ah, so Angel. Okay. I mean, I would I would imagine that much of Vampire Diaries probably comes from Buffy. Would be my guess. Heavily inspired by it, but I don't know. Um, let's see. Maggie likes The Handmaid's Tale as well. Twilight Walks and her daughter cooking dinner. Ooh, um, I'm excited for that, that portion of my life. Yeah. Uh, Ma- Mary Helen likes, oh, Mary Helen likes, wants to say, tell us not to forget the Birdhouse Farmer's Market, which is a good farmer's market. Jason likes the band Shearwater, especially the album Animal Life. Lisa likes Fargo Season 3. So many shows to watch. Patrick likes shade, which on t- which today you needed shade to live. Yes. Uh, grill- grilled salmon, hiking, my friends, my wife's curly hair. Emily likes garden genie gloves, which there's a YouTube. You can go YouTube and learn about these. Okay. If you're a gardener and you need gloves and are a genie or want to be a genie. <laughs> uh, also, cold brew, go to Cato, and we- watching Narcos. Andrew Is likes- that another show? Yeah, that's another show. Um, Andrew likes an album, Race Sings, Basie Swings. And then Ellen likes all the stuff in my yard coming up, which is a gardening slash planting thing, right? Hostas, kombucha instead of coffee, Sense8, which is another show. Zoe Keaton, Keating, cello music really loud over the cacophony of work noises from my office. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. And then Imogen likes Ravenclaw libraries and books. Yeah. That's a list. That's a great list. You know what, Sam? I always say this, but I love these lists, man. I know you love them. As the world... As the world's turned upside down, as they say. Yes. Uh, Number one. <laughs> yeah, these these lists, it's nice to see that like people still like things. That sounds dumb to say out loud. But yeah, like, yeah, like there's, there's other stuff going on right. other than the world turning upside down. Yeah. So I enjoy that. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, Ross, you go first this week. Is that true? You're first in the note. 
that's just how the template creates the note. <laughs> well, who went first last time? I think I went first last time. You did go first last time. Okay, I'll go first. Sam. Yes. You're up. I am. According to the note, I'm next. This week, uh-huh. on your Sam and Ross Like Things program, you like reading to your kids. It's my like my favorite thing to do. It really is. Tell me all about it. Okay. So, uh, my kids are 10 and 7. And one of the best parts of my day is right before bed, we will read approximately a chapter of some sort of, I'll read approximately a chapter of some sort of book aloud to them each. Like a chapter book, like a, like a, like real, a book, a book. book book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's amazing. I love it. I love spending that time with them. I love saying the stories out loud. I love doing the voices. Mm. I love taking the time to actually read every word of the book because when you're reading to yourself yeah you get into that zone where you're reading it but you know you're reading you can just sometimes go faster than your brain can process the exact language right and i love sharing books i like with them making them like them too <sighs> do you you said you read them are you reading to them simultaneously or one one book for one one book for the other Right, so it is, we each have a book where I'm specifically working through with each of my daughters individually, but the other one can listen. Oh. Uh, and I will often alternate nights with my wife, who is reading them a different book, okay. or each a different book. Whoa, a lot of reading. A lot That's of reading. awesome. Because uh, it's nice. So right now I am, Cat uh, read Imogen, the entire Harry Potter series aloud. Whoa. And Over the so, course of what? I don't know. Like a billion years. Right. And so I am been reading to my youngest, so it was my turn to read her the Harry Potter books, and we are in the middle of the sixth. So the oldest is in this is also in the room. Right. And is getting the second run through of No, because she's uh, she's got it on her Kindle and has read it a hundred million times. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> right. That is awesome. So so that that's there. Um I also uh, when they were littler, I would also read to them. So you'd read in the picture books. Um, one of my great memories is sitting on the couch when the kid would wake up too early and, you know, it was my turn to hang out with the kid. We would read through Owly. Mm-hmm. And Owly has no words. Yeah. So we would kind of take turns telling the story. And so I would tell it and then she would tell it and make me feel all good. And then there are um, some other sort of kid kid books uh johnny boo is by james kachowka it's about the this ghost and his little pet ghost squiggle and they've got particular voices and it even tells you in the beginning of the book you read my voice like this you read my voice like this oh fun right uh and so those are some of the first books like my kids would like give the full guffa like (laughs) right (laughs) so those were great but then um once they had started having attention spans you get to read longer books so we did all the narnia books well maybe not all the boring ones right (laughs) a bunch of the narnia books and i remember reading uh the line the witch in the wardrobe to imogen like the first time like she got scared i was reading about the the white witch Mm -hmm. and she like made me stop because i was too scary that's awesome that was great so, things we've read, um, 
I've read The Hobbit to my to Imogen, and we have read the entire Lord of the Rings. Whoa. I did all the songs. Whoa. And all the poems. We did not do the Silmarillion. Um, how did... How, you know the part in Two Towers where they wander around the desert for like half the book? Is that appealing to a child? There's no, they don't... You mean the marshes? Uh, wherever they're like lying in low beds of rocks for a long time. Yeah, she loves those, those parts because you get to do uh, Gollum Smeagol voices. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess that keeps it entertaining. Right. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, some of my favorites to read, uh, and I'll be reading this to my youngest too, but I've read them. There are, i uh, read them all to Imogen. There's a Terry Pratchett young adult book series called, uh, I don't know if it has a title, but it's uh, the main character is Tiffany Aching, okay. who is in training to become a witch. Oh, fun. And she fights fairy tale monsters and such, and it and it's great because it takes her from basically like the series takes her from a seven year old all the way to like a twenty year old, mm-hmm. and each book is like different parts of her growing up, and they're really great. But also in the book, uh, they've got her, the sub characters are so the book is the Tiffany Aching books. The first one is called the We Free Men, which refers to the Nakmak Fiegel. Who are little blue, not Scottish men with orange hair. Okay. They're not Scotsmen, but they're Scotsmen. And all of their all of their dialogue is is there phonetically for you. And I will read you a passage from oh, the We okay. Free Men. So this is um Tiffany has finally discovered the We Free Men because she has you know, she's observant as a witch. Mm-hmm. And they have st- um, done a bunch of chores for her because she's threatened them vaguely and they have returned a sheep to her. Oh, okay. And so Tiffany glared at them. And what about the sheep? This time they all looked down. Why did you steal the sheep? There was a lot of muttering and nudging. And then one of the tiny men removed his rabbit skull helmet and twiddled it nervously in his hands. We was hungering, mistress, he muttered. But when we kenned it was thine, we put it the beastie back in the fold. They look so crestfallen that Tiffany took pity on them. I expect you wouldn't have stolen it stolen it if you weren't so hungry then, she said. There were several hundred astonished looks. Oh, we would, mistress, said the helmet twiddler. You would? Tiffany sounded so surprised that the twiddler looked around at his colleagues for support. They all nodded. Yes, mistress, we have to. We are a famously stealing folk, aren't we, lads? What's it we're famous for? Stealing, shouted the blue men. And what else, lads? Fighting. And what else? Drinking. And what else? There was a certain amount of thought about this, but they all reached the same conclusion. Drinking and fighting? And there was something else, muttered the twiddler. Ah, yes, tell the hag, lads. Stealing and drinking and fighting, shouted the blue men cheerfully. Tell the wee hag who we are, lads, said the helmet twiddler. There was the scrape of many small swords being drawn and thrust into the air. Knock, mack, feagle, the wee free men, nay king, nay queen, nay lord, nay master, we know we'll not be fooled again. That was lovely. Yeah. So you finished with, no, you, how we far are you? all of those. Oh, okay. <sighs> I like reading the feagles and I'm sad that I won't get to read them anymore. But I'll read them to my youngest daughter. So, well, yeah, like, does it typically, like, she's on deck for the next, for whatever we've you got, finish? We've got another 
book and a half of Harry Potter, and they're the long ones. Yeah. And uh, so we'll finish those, and then I'll probably go We Free Men with her next. What's in the future? What are the ones that you're excited about? So uh, right now, I am reading the Dragonlance Chronicles yes. to Imogen, which are so... Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> so perfectly geared for a 10-year-old. Yeah. So it's these stories that I read when I, to myself when I was in middle school about, um, you know, th- these Dungeons and Dragons characters. And she is in love with uh, the Tasselhoff character. Of course. Yeah. And we just read last night, in fact, the Gully Dwarf chapter. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know how to count past two. <laughs> and that's great. Um, yeah, I am disappointed when my kids are not prompt enough getting ready for bed that I don't have time to read to them. Mm. So I'll be like, come on, like brush <laughs> your teeth already. I want to read to you. And they're like, I'm all fine, dad. And I guess there's like a finite amount of times to read, right? Like ultimately. You no, don't to... say that. <laughs> I mean... Eventually I'm going to die. Yes, you're <laughs> correct. Eventually I will die and I can't read to my children. Yes, that is how it will end. I guess. <laughs> So I love reading to them, and uh, the good like I'm never gonna run out of books. There are a lot of books. Do you're gonna get sick of me before I run out of books? Um, Have you have they ever transitioned into like you like you're like this book might be cool for us to read aloud, and then they're like, hey, can I just read that by myself or like get ahead? Or I don't want them. I don't let them get ahead. But once I've read it to them, they've got free reign to read it. Do they like? Do they ever be like, "Oh, Harry, the We Free Men"? What is it with the Aiken series? Yeah, Tiffany. Tiffany. Like, what if they wanted to read? Like, I'm I'm just gonna do book two by myself. Would that be verboten as as well? Um, it hasn't come up as them asking to do that. If they did, I'd probably say yes. But I'd be like, "Oh, I want to read it too," and they'd be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it's not like we take long after we finish the first one before we start the second one. It's just the next day, right? Yeah, we have. We only, JR and I only have Squirrel Girl in that way. Like, no one's yeah. allowed, allowed to read Squirrel Girl without the other person. Although he did read um, Squirrel Girl Punches the Universe or whatever. Yeah, beats up the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I haven't read that yet. Well, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I read to them tonight. And I'm, that's heartwarming. Yeah. How long, how long do you normally read for? Uh, like, so what's a chapter run you? The, the, uh, a, Good rule of thumb is like half an hour, sometimes 45 minutes. And that I, gets them both? No, no, that's each. Okay. So I'll probably read in between an hour and an hour and a two hours a night. That's awesome. Aloud. Do you do any reading tracking with them? Like what books they've read, what books they read this year, that kind of thing? Nope. Okay. I would add that stuff. That's like when JR and I watch a movie together, I put it on my list of movies that I've watched for that year. Cool. Got to tally that stuff up, Sam. Just kidding. You don't have to do that all. Anyway, I'm heartwarmed by your your life. And thanks for letting me read to you. Yeah. That was good. I kind of want to read that book. You should read it. It's really good. Ross. Hello. Um, I'm going to I'm going to ask you I'm going to tell I'm going to ask you about this like and then I just assume that you're going to leave the room. Some robot is going to talk for you. <laughs> the thing you like this week is home automation. Yeah, how nerdy am I? Um, Very nerdy. This thing is this is great, man. Like I got, I don't know. How... You, the, the the podcast listeners have been on this journey with you. Yeah. From from a from a quick hit to a now a like Prime. Yeah, it was a quick hit, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So now official like Prime. I'm 
really into home automation just as my father before me. Um, <laughs> and funny if story. If you will not participate in home automation, perhaps she will. <laughs> no. Um, there is another. Um, yeah, my dad actually just sold all his X10 stuff just the <gasps> other day on on eBay or Craigslist or whatever. It's a whole box of like useless old garbage. I bet my dad would have taken it. <laughs> I thought about being like, <laughs> I know a guy. Anyway, yeah, I dude, I'm in I'm into the modern version of home automation, mostly lights but some other stuff. Okay. Um let's get started. Yeah. So here is I'm just going to list off the things I have the the three main kind of things we have. Sure. We have lights like the fancy light bulbs not sure. the color change okay. ones just the ones that like last for 40 years yeah and you can connect to everything you can tell siri what you want and all that stuff what you really really want yes mm -hmm. and we have a uh, a door a lock on the door like in the <laughs> hitchhiker's guide where it has a motion <laughs> <laughs> it might it makes some sound sometimes ah. <laughs> um we have a one plug that you can plug a thing into and then we have a couple motion sensors that aren't hooked up to the Internet of Things. They're just regular motion sensors. Okay, but are guarding every single conceivable entrance to your house. No, actually. No, no but... Oh, yeah. Yes, Listen, no, let, yeah, let's get this one thing out of the way where, like, oh, what if all of your your door gets hacked and people can hack it in a... No, I meant door? more like, so in case listeners were curious, or scoping out your house for a robbery. Oh. All the windows and doors are covered by your motion. Yeah, That's sure, they sure. are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we've got all these lights. We've got. The You're not worried about them. hackers. No, I'm not worried about hackers, Sam. Because like someone broke into our house last year, right? Yeah. Do you know how they hacked their way into our house? With a rock. Yeah, with a rock. <laughs> like it doesn't. I don't care. Like if someone wants to come into your house, they will come into your house. Oh yeah, definitely. So like it's fun to have these things. Um, the things are great. So it started with lights. Yes, we've heard about the lights. And tell me, have you expanded your light collection? Yes. So we have one, three, four, hey, dingus, five. Dim the lights. You could, I think it would do that. We have one, two, three, four, seven. I think we have eight. You're pointing to your iPad. So yeah. you control them from here? You can control them from your iPad, yeah. Let okay. me, so yeah. All right, you're going to get, I, I, give me the overview and then I want you to make some magic happen. Yeah, so the overview is that we have lights downstairs that are connected to to stuff we have um lights in our bedroom one light in jr's bedroom a light in the office uh the front porch has a light the front door is a lock the tea kettle or the hot water kettle is what? connected to a plug and then we have some motion sensors in my closet and my bathroom and so this is how it all started sam okay. was because i got tired of not having a light in my closet yeah and then my dad was like well i'll just install a light and he happened to install this motion sensor on the light switch and so when you open the closet door in the morning at 5.30 in the morning, I'm looking for my pajama pants or whatever, the light just turns on. And the best part is the light turns off when you go away. And I was like, dang, that is useful. <laughs> and then I was like, well, maybe we should just get some of those fancy lights. Like, what's that would be cool. Like, maybe we could get the front porch light on some sort of magical automatic timer. So, like, when it gets dark, the front porch light comes on. And when it gets light, the front porch light goes off. So that's where it started. And then it quickly snowballed from there. Okay. It quickly snowballed from there. Um, so we have a bunch of lights downstairs. We have a bunch of lights upstairs. And we do. I do a couple different things with them. Okay. This, so this is... I'm going to run you through a day in automation in our house. If I'm that listening. sounds okay. Uh, yeah, more than okay. <laughs> okay. So at 5.30 when I wake up, 
the tea kettle kicks on. And this is just a plug that plugs into the wall and you plug the tea kettle into that plug. And then the tea kettle has a button you can press that's like just like the turn on button. Yeah. And so the plug is off, but the tea kettle button is on. Does that make sense? Right. So when the plug turns on, the tea kettle turns on. Mm, yeah. So at 530, there's water in the tea kettle. It starts heating up so I can make tea in the morning. And then I walk into my closet. The light magically turns on. I put on my pajama pants. I walk into the bathroom. That light magically turns on. I brush my teeth. And then I go downstairs and my whole family's still sleeping. And so those two lights shut off and they wow. remain sleeping, right? And then when it gets a little bit later in the day or later in the morning, the lights in the, in the after I've made my tea and sat down on the couch, the lights, because I know how about how much time that takes, the lights in the downstairs like slowly come up a little bit. Wow. So it's like a little bit brighter to do, to like do your work environment in. Um, then we all get up. It's fine. It's morning time. The light in the front porch shuts off at sunset or sunrise. It turns off. So that's not on anymore. And then at 10 a.m. when everyone's out of the house, all the lights turn off. So we're now just leaving lights on all over the place. And then when the sun sets, the porch light comes on. And then we have like our, we have our like, hey, people are trying to break in. People are still awake. Light settings, you know, like the office yeah. light upstairs is on, even though we're all asleep. And like the hallway, it's on at like twenty percent. I know. Don't don't come break in. It's crazy. Although, just use a rock. Um, <laughs> so that's like the basic gist. And we have a couple like things where we're like hanging out in the living room, watching TV. You hit a button, and the lights just so it's like not so bright. Sure. When like Jr. wants to go upstairs to go to bed, we have a, a like a setting where like the hallway light turns on, his bedroom light turns on, uh, so he can like see stuff. Um, and that's like the I've basic got, I've got questions. Yeah. And then I have a really nerdy thing that I want to end with, but yeah, tell, ask me your questions. Okay. So you had to, Oh come... wait, can I say one more thing before you yes. do your question? I forgot to talk about the lock. The lock is amazing. Cause it's like a keypad lock. Right. Uh -huh. And like, you could do this with any keypad, but I don't carry keys anymore. Oh, like I don't have I'm any keys at all. Keys. Not even like a bike lock. No. Cause my bike lock is a combination lock. Oh. So I have no keys. You walk out of the door, you just hit a button, the door locks. If you really, and the reason we got the door lock was, this is a totally practical thing, is I would come upstairs for bed. Valerie would all be upstairs and she would say, did you lock the front door? And I would say, I don't know. And so I'd go <laughs> back downstairs and verify that I had locked the front door. Right. Now, since the front door is connected to all of our stuff, she can check the front door and it will tell her if it's locked from the bed. Or if she wants, she can just lock the front door from the bed if she desires. So like that was like a super practical problem. Yeah. Because I didn't want to keep going back downstairs, which sounds silly. But no, it's like not silly at all. A whole entire lifetime of going back downstairs to see if you forgot to lock That's the front door, which I totally have forgotten to lock the front oh, yeah, door yeah. many times. This solved that. So you had to come up with these different lighting schemes. Correct. Scenes is what the terminology Scenes. is from Apple. Yeah. Scenes. Uh, was that fairly fluid and intuitive or was there was there strife were there conflicting lighting needs some of those are yeah there is a little bit of strife if you start to get complex like okay i wanted to do a thing where like oh if you come in the door like once the door unlocks turn the light on so you're not coming into like a dark house if you happen to come into the dark house right but if you already have another thing going and then someone comes in the door like it just turns all your lights on. You're like, I was chilling in the living room. Now it's not chill at all. Like you turn all the lights on. So, oh, yeah. so some of that was strifey, but like really the majority of it is very simple and not strifey at all. Okay. I guess I didn't have a lot of questions. Okay. All right. Let me tell you about the super nerdy thing that I did yes. just this week that I have that solves another practical problem. So one of our, one of our things is, at night, Jared goes upstairs and he lays out his clothes for the next morning. 
practical. Because he is a smart, intelligent young man, he wants to know what the weather is going to be like tomorrow. Really, his real question is, can he wear shorts? And there was this constant back and forth of like, what's the, what's the temperature like tomorrow? And we'd be like, it's this. And he'd be like, does that mean I can wear shorts? And we'd be like, yes. And then he would find his shorts. But it again, just like coming downstairs to see if the front door is locked, that like grates on you after six or 700 days in a row. Yes. And so what I did, this is a little bit nuts, but what I okay. did, he, he is the only one in the house with a color change light bulb. I got it for him for his birthday. <laughs> okay. And so I did a thing where I press a button. It goes out and checks tomorrow's high and then sets the color of his light bulb to a color based on that high. What is the shorts color? So then we went and we wrote a chart of if the light is red, it's warmer than 80 degrees, and that means you can wear a t-shirt and shorts. If it's warmer than 70, then the light's orange, and you can wear a t-shirt and shorts. If it's warmer than 60, it'll be yellow, and you can wear you know, a t-shirt, but you have to wear pants. And so this was like this was just three or four days ago, but now the conversation has gone, hey, can you turn my color, can you turn my color light on? And that's it. That's the end of the conversation. Nice. So it's an upgrade. We're not there yet. But he'll eventually be able to turn his own color light on. Yes. And then we will never have to talk about it again. <laughs> that's your goal. Yeah. And so that, that involves some like nerdy programming stuff, but it was fun. And I feel like, man, we really like solved a practical problem. You did. Yeah. So in like, yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited about it. The tea kettle thing was great. And again, like small things, like when I come downstairs in the morning, Hitting the tea kettle, it takes about five minutes for a tea kettle to heat up. Yeah. But like, I do a lot of stuff in the morning. Saving five minutes in the morning is awesome. It is. It yeah. means I can get more done. Do you uh, envision a full Doc Brown future? Man, just tonight I was like, maybe I should get a button. And the buttons are silly because the buttons let you press a physical button to turn a light on or off. You might know them as light switches <laughs> right no but they're different because i grew up in an x10 house they yes. are not switches they are buttons yes which toggle the automation system as opposed to the turning this opening and closing the circuit yeah see this is why i wanted to talk about this here sam because yeah. i knew i'd have a sympathetic ear instead of someone sarcastically yeah. talking about how we have light switches but yeah the buttons would allow i think i think with a button i could um i could get jr's light to just he could handle that whole situation himself um, so I'm interested in that and like they, you know, they make all sorts of stuff. Like you can get little things that like detect if your windows are open or if like, like a motion sensor sets off and you can do a thing. Um, I haven't like, I'm still kind of like searching for practical problems. If I found a problem where I was like, man, I wish this was easier. You are hoping for problems yes. that can be solved. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to pick like a brand or an ecosystem? Yeah. So we're doing Apple's home kit. Okay. Which is my dad of X10 fame mm -hmm. has, he's on Alexa. Okay. And that's a different ecosystem. ecosystem. So he's like in another branch. Um, and so it's all HomeKit enabled, which is what, and they're like the locks. We can only choose between like two locks or whatever. Cause like they hadn't made a bunch of HomeKit locks or whatever. Um, but there are more and more, more things coming out. Like the plug was not the like super expensive plug. The plug was a middle tier plug. Um, because there's like a bunch of brands making them now. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's do a, you feel, do you feel locked in? Um, I guess, but like, I mean, it, if you added up all that stuff, it is like a kind of a lot of money, but like, but you solve problems. Yeah. And, and if it all went away, like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the, it wouldn't be a terrible thing. You know? Right. 
they're they're problems, but they're not like right. Like sometimes problems. on the Enterprise, you have to crawl through the Jeffries tubes. Yeah, but you don't want to do that all the time. Right. Yeah, that's why we got turbo lifts. Yeah. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, I love it. We didn't get you want to hear. Look, look. I'll just just to demonstrate that. Oh, make some magic happen. So this is, and you can name all the lights. So like Siri can do a thing. So like you know, oh, uh, hey, yeah, that light went off. Yeah, hey, that light went on. And and like I have a I have a thing. If I asked Siri to to do darkness, it would turn out all the lights. So that's right. like fun when you're leaving. All right, um, cover up your phones. Ross is going to make there be darkness. No, I can't because it would turn all the lights off in the house. And Val's upstairs doing something. Oh, all the lights in the house. Yeah. So you've got like a prank button basically yes and like i think probably there is a moment in time when jr realizes that he has because he just has control of it if he wanted to turn valerie's bedside light on in the middle of the night he could do that yeah and then he would hear about it <laughs> he would there would be consequences, <laughs> yes, there would be consequences. <laughs> thanks ross yeah man that was fun thanks for letting me talk about it you know what time it is now i do it's time for quick hits Tell me about your quick hits, Sam. You got two down I've here. got two. So I've got a book I just finished. It is uh, called Infomocracy by Malka Older. Yes. And it is a book I'm reading. I read for Sci-Fi Book Club. It's about this future where uh, there's this uh, bureaucracy called Information with a capital I. Mm. And they are basically like Google, Apple, everything combined. And the way their governments work is every 10 years, they have uh, elections for different governments by Sentinel, uh, spelled with a C. So it's every 100,000 local people get to elect their own government. Oh, interesting. Right. And so there's this big, huge election. They call it uh, micro-democracy, where you can go like, one of the com- one of the governments was Philip Morris. One of them was like mm. One China. One of them was like You Story. Like so, all of these governments competing for that. And it talk and it's kind of a political thriller, uh, not really thriller, but intrigue story mm. around one of the elections. That's really good. I that recommend sounds anyone fascinating. Read it. And you can read the first five chapters for free on Tor dot com, which oh, is cool. the publisher. Uh, and I recommend reading it. I actually got it in paper. Yeah, I saw you posted a picture of it, and I was yeah. like, whoa, a book. I got it in paper because in some fit of rage on my end, I was like, I'm going to buy this book for Sci-Fi Book Club. I'm not going to get it from the library this time. I'm going to treat myself. And the book was like $4 cheaper than the ebook. What in the world? The hardcover was $4 cheaper. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And so I was like, no, forget this. So I bought the paper one and that was nice. It was part of my yard beers. I was just sitting out there, no devices except mm. for my watch, drinking a beer, reading a book. That sounds great. It was great. So I recommend that book. And then my other quick hit, there's this track that came on Apple Music <laughs> in my new music uh, playlist. And it's kind of spoken word and it's called Lay Your Head Down by Mary Lambert. And if you listen to it, you will happy cry. I know Ross, you don't nope. care to happy cry. Nope, I don't but want she to talks about all the things that make her cry in kind of a joyful mm. voice. That makes me happy to listen to it. That's awesome. Ross, you have a quick hit. I do. I like uh Broadbent Vino Verde Rose. 
uh, that's what I had a drink of tonight. It was delicious. Bubbly juice, man. Bubbly juice. It's great, and it's so cheap. You can get it at the Kroger. They have a not rosé one, but like, psh, if you're going to drink fun bubbly wine, like, might as well be pink, right? Exactly. Yeah. Glow in the dark. So I love that stuff. We drink a lot of it around the, around the awesome. Cajun household. Ross. <sighs> yeah. We did it. That was a that was a long ep. You say that every time. I, you know, I just like to give the people some feeling of routine. Yes. Where can they find uh, the show notes for episode 37 in a row? Mm, I'm glad you asked, Sam. It's at salmonrosslikethings.com. Dot com. Right at the top. At the top. And if they wanted to uh, sponsor us by giving us uh, free sour beers, how would they contact you? Well, Roby could just contact me on Facebook, but other folks could contact me at... We could have a bidding war. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rcatro, that's R-C-A-T-R-O-W, at gmail.com. We should get an email address one day. We probably, I think we have one, right? I don't know. Too complicated. Anyway, Sam, where do we find you on the internet for just hangout, hangout purposes? You can find me on the internet at my web zone, samdavies.me, and yes. on Twitter as at, at Mr. Beefy. At, at Mr. Beefy. At, at Mr. Beefy. <laughs> uh, LL pizza joke. Um, and you can find me at Ross Catro on all the things. R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. That's Ross Catro. That's Ross Catro. And thank you so much Thanks for, for joining listening, us. everyone. We love doing the show. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>